you go. That's the chorus, as I say, making revival. And that's one of their old hits there. So young. On the line now, I have uh, Frank Allen. Hello, Frank. How are you? Hello, Noel. How are you? Uh, it's the Moore Street Bond Scheme. Uh, if people are going to be listening to us now, but you do have, give us your website so if people want to partake of yeah, the Bond Scheme. Yeah, our, our website is www.1916moorstreetbond.com. Just one bond. Okay. Yeah. All oh. lowercase. Okay. Um, yeah. Now tell us how this came about. How long is it, it, it going? Well, the bond scheme is quite new. Um, it's, it was launched in the mansion house by the Lord Mayor Crean Nigali about three weeks ago on the 27th of November. And the reason it was launched was because we, we had been campaigning for years and years to retain the 1916 terrace in Moor Street and the laneways from the evacuation route from the GPO in 1916. But a few weeks ago, it was made clear to us that although the state ha- had to preserve what was classified as the National Monument 14 to 17 nurseries, the rest of the terrace is to be demolished. Uh, the, loan, the developers' loans, chartered land loans, went to NAMA a few years ago. NAMA, in the last few months, have offloaded their loan, one to a British company called Hammerson, mm-hmm. and the other to a German conglomerate called Allianz. And they are retail investors whose only interest is in um, selling into retail units in a massive uh, shopping centre. And we are convinced that the buildings are of great historical significance. Uh, Number 10, uh, Moore Street, was where all of the volunteers, including Pierce and Clark and Michael Collins, had to burrow through the walls because Moore Street on that Friday after the evacuation in 1916, uh, there were British barricades up on Great Britain Street, mm-hmm. which is now Parnell Street, and um, they had to burrow through Number 10. A lot of them spent the night there, and they eventually burrowed their way right through the rest of the building. And uh, James Connolly had to be brought in on a makeshift uh, stretcher. And then at the end of the terrace, 24 and 5, is where the O'Reilly made his last assault on the British barricade, and where he was riddled with bullets, lay dying, and wrote his last letter, a very poignant letter to his wife, Nancy. So the idea that these buildings would be demolished and replaced by a vulgar shopping centre with Burger Kings and Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. to us is a great insult to the men and women who fought for our independence. Yeah, a lot of people would say we have enough of those around anyway. But uh, the, So the parameters, is, is it quite big, uh, what you're trying to uh, preserve? Uh, yeah. uh, no, it's, in, a, it, it's, it's a terrace of 16 houses, and as I said, um, four of them are now uh, preserved by uh, National Monument status, which was declared in 2007. It's unbelievable that we're only a fortnight away from the centenary, mm-hmm. and, you know, the government are scampering now to try and put up some makeshift effort in those buildings, which have been derelict and in decay for years and years and totally ignored the other buildings. And what we are asking the state is to withdraw the 1916 terrace from the NAMA um, portfolio, Project Jewel, as it's called. They were able to do something similar only a month ago with Westport House down Mayo. They were able to take that out of the NAMA sale. So it's very much a political decision, and that's why we're outside all Erin today. We've written to every TD and senator, and we're asking them 
to purchase the bond or to indicate that they wish to preserve those buildings in mm-hmm. honour of the men and women who were in them and who allow us fly our flag of independence. Okay, so it's a two-tier request you have out there. One to uh, to to get them back, and also then for to allow you to buy them. What sort of response? Am I right there? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, we've we've had a great response because it's an online uh, campaign. We've been in touch with lots of members of the diaspora uh, in North America, in um, Sydney, Australia. We've had messages support from a lot, lot of cities in, in, in North America. Uh, we've had messages of support from diaspora living in Paris, in the Netherlands. And uh, so people abroad who have an interest in Ireland or who are of Irish blood, uh, even if they're not coming to Ireland for the centenary, they can basically buy a brick of a restored terrace, which I think, you know, long mm-hmm. after we're gone, uh, the, the reason we're interested in this is if you look at Kilmainham Jail and the number of visitors there every year, that was due to be demolished until volunteers took a hand, restored it, and now it's one of the greatest highlights of visitors' tours to Dublin. Mm-hmm. And would it, would it cost a lot of money? I mean, assuming that all this came to a pass, would it cost a lot of money to update them and, you know, do them well, up? Well, and the, the, the state actually, with, with the... Uh, Middle building, fourteen to seventeen. Apparent, apparently, the figure quoted was four million. Uh, so, we're our aim is to try and sell one hundred thousand bonds across the diaspora and in Ireland. But we possibly will be in a position today if we can convince the parliamentarian. You know, one stroke of the minister's pen would retain the buildings, and at least they wouldn't be. Um, overlooked by the shopping mall and mm-hmm. then we could take the restoration plan on from there you know yeah but i'm sure the restoration uh, the cost of the restoration it's a pittance compared to the cost of buying them so you're confident oh, absolutely, that raise the money, absolutely. Yeah? i mean yeah. it's, it's prime yeah. sites isn't it in the middle of the city they, they, they are prime sites in the middle of the city absolutely but i mean you only have to look at the um you know, Cleary's across the road is closed and Arnott you know, has been taken over. You know, I think most Dubliners will believe that we have enough retail outlets and I think they'd have more of an adherence to our, our heritage and our history. Mm-hmm. And would you sort of turn them into a museum of sorts with the restoration? Yeah, we, well, we, we wanted to, you know, we, we've had lots of, over the campaign, we've had lots of dealings with the traders. We want to see it in the living street that it was in 1916 with the traders present. Uh, but with the buildings, we would like to see it as a cultural quarter. Remember, a lot of the leaders were writers, poets. Um, Eamon Kant was, he founded the Pipers Club and musicians. So we'd like to see bookshops, uh, art gallery, possible small theatre. Uh, but we'd like to see it as a living city. We would even envisage something like an international youth hostel there mm-hmm. so that it's a, a lively street again. And back to it, I mean, it's a pretty common street, it's, you know, and it's of architectural value. But we see it as something that has social importance, cultural importance, and economic importance in the sense that, you know, you get have historical reenactments. And I think it would be a great attraction for people to look at where the fair place of our republic was in the centre of the city. Okay, now you're talking about a hundred years here, um, and yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking: uh, was it has it been allowed to run down like that and not being preserved in some way because 
of uh, of being an iconic site, or was it just neglect over the years? I I I, I would say just neglect, as I said, uh, the comparison with Kilmaine and holds up. You know that it, mm-hmm. it, it it would just fall into disrepair until uh, so, until somebody makes uh, an effort. Uh, but unfortunately, in the early two thousands. Um, you know, with the developer, they started to acquire building by building because that's a huge project they have. It could go right out to the Carlton. It's called the Carlton Project, and uh, right out to O'Connell Street. So uh, they, they eventually acquired a lot of the buildings. Now, two of the buildings are still owned by Dublin City Council. And last year, we had to lobby the council so as to not swap those buildings uh, with the developer. And so that, that that's a very positive thing for us. And uh, we will certainly, uh, after selling um, a quantity of the bonds, we will be making a bid for those buildings because we, we believe that if they're, if they're owned by Dublin City Council, that they are owned by the citizens of Dublin. OK, when you're talking about making a bid, you must have some idea of what it's going to cost. As I said, it must be... Uh, it, yeah, well, if, if, if we sold 20,000 bonds and raised 2 million, uh, we would certainly be making a bid for the City Council buildings. And... Uh, you know, we believe in democracy and we believe that, you know, the majority of the councillors at the moment um, support their campaign, supported our lobby last year. And therefore, I think that they, those two houses, particularly as they are at the O'Rahilly end of the terrace, should be preserved. Okay, now you used the word bonds. So what does that signify for the people who buy a bond? Yeah, the, the, the bonds are a um, hundred euros, and I suppose the um, equivalent then in dollar equivalent in in the United States. Um, so the the, the bond um, basically is uh, gathered so as to be able to put it in offer uh, either with the state or with NAM, as to say, mm-hmm. with the citizens would prefer to retain them and not let them go for retail units, and therefore. Um, what the bondholder would have basically as I said would be a part of that would be maybe a brick of the resort terrace in a sense Mm -hmm. Uh, now if 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 we do not succeed in our campaign uh, we will return all of the money to the uh, bond purchaser Yes. How do, is there a time frame on it, Frank? Do you have a... a well, well, well the, the time frame is really the fact that uh, NAM has already offloaded the loan, so that's why it's so urgent for us to be outside Dáil Éireann today. And, you know, uh, tomorrow, uh, I think this evening and tomorrow, um, Pina Fáil have introduced, uh, are introducing a bill, a 1916-quarter bill, and we're hoping that that will get all party support. Mm-hmm. And you'll be approaching uh, anyone and everyone that goes in through those gates today. Of Absolutely, course. we've written. We've written to every TD and senator, all party. We're 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 uh, completely not party aligned, and we're uh, just a citizens group who are interested in our heritage. It's a non-profit uh, organisation, and we have full financial control of it. We have. Sean Creighton, who worked with state auditors office as their uh, accountant, so that and our, our bank account is in uh, College Green in Dublin. Uh, so, you know, we we certainly want the integrity of the scheme to be seen by the public, so that okay. they can have faith in it and respect. 
Okay, it sounds like uh, time is of the essence anyway, Frank, that uh, people should get on board of this as, as quickly as soon as possible, especially coming up to the celebrations next year. Maybe get it all done and dusted before well, Easter. We, we, Wouldn't we, that be a great achievement? So we, we do hope so. And if people want further information, to have a look at the website. And also we have a Facebook page, 1916 North Street Bonds page. And there's lots of... Uh, items about the buildings and about their particular historical relevance there now. Okay. Uh, give us the website again. Uh, it's 1916 uh, Moore Street. is 1916com Okay. Listen, uh, congratulations on all the work you've been doing over the years. How many years are you at this now, Frank? Quite a well, few. We, the, the whole campaign, the Save Moore Street campaign is about 16 years old. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's been a great campaign, but we're we're going to fight on. We, you know, we, we we want to leave these buildings for future generations. Okay, wouldn't it be a great way of celebrating uh, the hundred years by you, as Absolutely. I say, ha- having this done and dusted yeah. before Easter Sunday? Uh, congratulations uh, again, and I'm yeah. sure it will be done. I'll give out that uh, email address over the course of the program. Thank you very very. I much hope so. to be t- I but hope to be talking to you and attending some celebrations in the next three or four months. I hope so too. Look forward to seeing you, Nolan. Thanks for thanks for sharing it with with your listeners. Not at all. Thank you very much, Frank. Bye bye. Bye bye.